throughout the nation and around the globe. From his heart to yours, it's Dear James Live, bringing you intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Weekly Wisdom and Insights. I am your host, Dear James, and I am so very excited to be with you here this week. My beautiful co-host, the Lady Jacqueline, is off this week, so I will be flying solo here with you. However, as always, we will be offering you Weekly Wisdom and Insights, Intuitive Insights from the Unseen by myself, looking at the numbers, the energies, things of that nature. And as always, they apply to us individually, to us as entrepreneurs, as businesses, as governments, as institutions. It's from the micro to the macro, to the individual, to the whole of the whole. So as you're joining me uh, for this week's show, please put in the comments that you are joining um, and with where you're joining from. We have listeners around the globe, um, and we are taking your questions live. So again, as you're listening, please place your comments in about the topics and the themes of the current energies for this week, and also what you may be going through or what your questions are, and I'll be interacting with you throughout the broadcast. So again, welcome. It is Weekly Wisdom and Insights with your host, Dear James. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, do we have some uh, really beautiful, pure, energy to work with. It is a new month. We are in the month of July of 2022. And again, things are timeless. So as much as they are prevalent for this moment, the current energies and so forth, as you see this, if you watch the replay or so forth, it'll be timely for you. So don't worry that you missed the live or you missed, you know, you're a week or two weeks or a month behind. You'll be on time where you are. And that's what's most important as you come into viewing this with us. So let's kick off, and they're going to have me do this um, in the reverse, meaning there were four items, and I always sit down and I listen right before the show, and I say, okay, to the unseen, to spirit, source, and symphony, tell me what the current energies are. And so, and then I sit down and I listen, and I write down, and um, I write down what they tell me, what they share with me. And they give us a theme each week. They give us a story. And that story, each of these themes, is building upon the other. So as we come into this with the, the current energies and everything, for this week, the, the theme is reach for the stars. So it's reach for the stars, dot, dot, dot. And you will receive them. And I immediately, and there was an exclamation point with that, and I immediately heard, and I saw the star card. So first of all, I saw the star in the, the star card in the tarot. And the star card is Aquarian energy. And she is this beautiful, divine feminine um, woman in all of her, her nudeness, her beauty, her innocence, her purity. And remember, this is this is the energy we're working with, is this purity, this renewal of purity, innocence, good. And she is there and she is literally one foot in the water, one foot on earth, and she is pouring them onto one another. So in essence, she is intermixing and exchanging soma, spirit, um, the unseen, bringing it into embodiment. And so there's this beauty about that. So that was the image that came across was the fact that it's the star card, that we're associating the current energies and the current month and everything and the onward energies with the star card. And then I immediately heard the song, Rewrite the Stars. And the, the song is, is very famous. It's from the movie, The Greatest Showman. And so there was this beauty about how, and I want to just read some of the lyrics for you because what what they want you to know from this is about we can rewrite things we can while we can't quote on you know they, there's that that there's always that note that uh, statement like oh you can't rewrite the past no you can't however yes you can meaning <laughs> everything is a continuum 
everything is interconnected, interwoven. And so just because something has passed doesn't mean that you can't energetically rewrite the stars, that you can't, um, in the continuum, purify, see, see what was there all along. See what was on offer all along. Because in essence, we rewrite the stars, we rewrite the past, or we re-witness the past in the present moment. It's not, a go, it's not about going back to relive it or going back to change it in the way it occurred at the time. It's about what do we do with it now in the present? And how is it then unearthed, rewritten, revisited, reseen? So as to receive, so as to purify. So this is a really big theme that's going to be in this month and going forward, is how we purify ourselves, purify the past, purify the future by rewriting the stars, seeing them for what they truly are. Because again, judgment and perception and, you know, blockages, things that we don't, fears, things we don't want to deal with. That keeps us from seeing in the present, in the moment, and in the lens of history of the past, what was truly on offer for us at that moment, at that point in time. And that's going to be a theme playing out for us as we move forward. Welcome, Brigitte. Wanted to say hello, one of our longtime loyal listeners. Thank you for being with us. Um, so here's this theme. So we have this reach for the stars and you will receive them. And immediately again, the star card from the tarot and then this beautiful song, um, Rewrite the Stars, that was from the greatest showman. And so when you listen to this song, and I'm going to post the lyrics in the show afterwards, um, see them, because obviously in the show, for those that don't know, the lyrics in the show are about a forbidden love story. In essence, a woman of color, a, a white male, against the backdrop of the time where interracial love and marriage and so forth wasn't accepted, wasn't okay, it was forbidden, it was outlawed. Um, you can see how that in the United States has come back onto the center stage, this theme. Now take this what I want you to do is when you see this and when you read the lyrics yourselves, when I post them and everything, but see these from the standpoint of our relationship with the unseen, whomever your God may be, this higher source, higher power. And so the lyrics start, you know I want you, it's not a secret I try to hide. I know you want me, so don't keep saying our hands are tied. You claim it's not in the cards, and fate is pulling you miles away and out of reach from me. But you're in my heart, so who can stop me if I decide that you're my destiny? And the Divine Mother, the Divine Feminine, is the embodiment of this energy. So when you go to hear these lyrics, when you, when you hear them and you read them, see them through the lens of your love relationship with yourself, with the Divine Feminine, the Divine Mother, with the embodiment of the Star Card, this beautiful Divine Feminine woman in all of her purity, her innocence, her nakedness, and see how this relationship that we say we want to have, that we want this ideal, and it is a higher vision of ourselves, it is a higher ideal, and that we say that we can't have it. We know we want it. We say we can't have it. That fate is pulling us miles away. That our existence, our lives, our day-to-day -day lives, and, and the, the kind of the, the gluttony of distraction, chaos, that keeps us from having it. And so with this, they said, and it's number four, and four is foundational. And so in this, they brought together, they said, renewal at its finest hyphen highest 
degree. And then I heard Mason's 33rd degree. And the 33rd degree is an honorary degree in the Masons. And it talks about a supreme honor. So we're talking about the Divine Mother, right? We're talking about this higher source, higher power, this renewal. Reach for the stars and you will receive them. And then here's this supreme honor bestowed only on those who have demonstrated outstanding service and what I heard was to humankind. Now in the Masons, it's demonstrated outstanding service to the Brotherhood, the institution of the Masons, as well as professionally and personally. But in essence, what it boils down to is that it's being, it's a supreme honor on high. It's an on high honor being bestowed only to those who have demonstrated outstanding service dot, 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 to humankind. Well, you are humankind, we as individuals. So are you demonstrating outstanding service to yourself? The, you know, one of my beautiful, it, it came from the universe with Dear James, is wrap yourself in goodness. And it has been more than a motto, it has really been, we say it's more than a philosophy, it's a way of life. It's wrap yourself in goodness. And so here is this, it's a supreme honor being bestowed upon those, only those who demonstrate outstanding service. So it's, a, it's this above and beyond that you're doing it for yourselves, first and foremost, with, internally, yourself, so as to then let that ripple out and share that with others to do it personally, professionally, globally, consistently. They're just saying consistently, routinely, that in essence, more than a philosophy, a way of life. It's a way of life. It's a way of being. So the month of July really kicks off, and we talked about this a show or two ago because of the... Uh, it was one of the astrological events uh, it's escaping me at the moment, but we said it's going to kick off these next, you know, six months in essence. You know, the next three are going to be really profound, impactful, and it's going to really kind of ride out and culminate uh, throughout the end of the year. And so you can see, so July, it's a seven month, so it's a seven, magic, miracles, um, you know, the seven of cups, the seven of cups is having opportunity and it's utilizing discernment in the opportunities that come to us. Because when you see the card, um, and I'll post this, you, you see both, uh, wondrous things, let's say things of light and things of shadow in the cups. And so it's to use discernment in our daily lives as to what is on offer to us and what we choose to interact with, what we choose. And so this is going on. Today is the 6th. So we've had the theme of the 6th, June, and we've had, and 2022, as we've talked about, it is a 6. And 6 is both conflict and destiny. What's interesting, so we have double 6s, because 2022 is a 6, today is the 6th of July. So we have double 6s. We also have double 13s because the day, the month and the day is a 13, 7, 6, that becomes a 13. And then we end up with the month and the year, 7, 6. So we have 7, 6, 7, 6. So 13, 13. And 13 is the letter M. It represents the divine feminine. And think about the number 13. It's been portrayed to us for some time as a, as a negative, as the, you know, you don't want 13 floors and there's not a 13 in an elevator. And it, it has this taboo, um, not safe connotation. That's what's been portrayed to us. And then realize that it's literally the letter M 
It's associated with the divine feminine, the archetype, the reverence of the divine feminine. And then see how the divine feminine has been maligned, oppressed, suppressed, criminalized in a sense. And you see this, this common thread. Oh, avoid 13. Oh, 13 is bad. Oh, 13 is evil. It's taboo. And the, literally, the criminalization, the oppression, suppression of the divine feminine. And here's the month of July. Here's this renewal at its finest, at its highest degree. And the Lady Jacqueline and I started these shows. The narrative is talking about the energies of 2022 and beyond. This whole shift in power, shift in energy, shift in empowerment. And here we are. Here's the, the unveiling, the unraveling, the unveiling, the renewal of the divine feminine. And I've spoken about this before, and, and they're reminding me, for all, for all, for the women listening, for the men listening, so for the masculine, for the feminine, for everyone in between, for the, the full spectrum. The divine feminine is not just for, it's not just the return of, quote unquote, the feminine, the, the return and the rise of the feminine, meaning you're female. It's about the rise and the return of the divine feminine within us, all of us. We all have and carry divine masculine, divine feminine. And, you know, the divine neutrality, the beauty of the androgyny of it, the, the harmony, the blending of it, the beauty of it. So this is really, really, really important for us to, to, so if you are a man, a male in this current lifetime, this message is, is just as much for you because it means that you're going to harmonize your divine feminine, whether it's too little or too much, it's going to be brought back into harmony and balance. It's going to be brought back to the forefront. And the same would be true for the for the for the fem, the female, the feminine. Where are we? Is it too little, too much? And the harmonizing. This is what's taking place. And so there's this beauty in this month. I mean, there's I'm smiling, you know, from the inside out about this this month on. You know, this really kicks off. This July energy really kicks off. This 13, this reach for the stars, and you'll receive them. The the return of the divine feminine this supreme honor be, being bestowed upon us when we demonstrate outstanding service to humankind and the beauty of it and the relationship and the lyrics to the song so far of Rewrite the Stars in how we revisit, rewrite our relationship with all of this, how we come to terms with it and how you see the lyrics of this song from its love relationship to the love relationship we have with self, with source, with the divine feminine, with the purity of that energy. That's what's on tap this month. It's crazy good. And it's just the beginning. This is really the culmination. Because remember, last week was culmination. It was the culmination. This is now, you know, like the, the culmination, the crescendo, the, the arriving of the wave. And this painting behind me, uh, I want to just share quickly. My aunt, I've been waiting 20 plus years for this painting. And I asked my aunt 20 plus years ago that I wanted an abstract painting. And she said, you know, I only really do landscapes and, you know, still art and so forth. And I'm like, no, no, auntie, I really want you to do an abstract painting for me. Well, 20, literally 25, almost 30 years later, she began this canvas some years ago, and I saw it online first, um, you know, online like this on video, and, and she said, I haven't finished it, and I don't know that I'm going to be able to finish it in the way that, because I eventually said to her, it's okay, just do one of your, do what you know to do, do one of your landscapes and everything. I'll cherish it all the same. 
And we stopped here. The reason I'm bringing up the painting is, which you may or may not be able to see, but you can see that it kind of crescendos. There's the blue over the white, the purity of the white, and you can see how it's building and crescendoing to one side. What you may or may not be able to see in the painting, and I'll, I'll attempt to take a picture to demonstrate it, is you see right in the height of, of the, the white is literally the cape and the, 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 full, the hood and the cape and the face. And this morning I was standing there and I just saw it this morning. I just picked it up last night. And so strongly, the Divine Feminine, Mother Mary, came pouring forward. And you see the hood, the flow of the cape, this crescendo as though she's both pulling purity from the white, from, from this the white canvas below, and then she's riding this wave, this cloud, this wave through. But her presence was being ushered in. It's so powerful. And it was this massive, and it just gave me chills everywhere, and it was this massive affirmation of this is the theme, this is the renewal, this is what's on offer to us. And again, remember, doesn't matter, individual, entrepreneur, business, institution, corporation, government, what is on tap for us is this renewal, this return of the divine feminine, the, the harmonizing. And the old way, the old ways are over. And so the faster we release them, the faster we come to terms with our past so as to rewrite our future, be, and not rewrite as in falsify. That's going on right now. I don't know if you all, people are trying to whitewash, re rewrite in a way that is like, oh, that never happened. Oh, all of these bad things that we did never occurred. No, exactly the opposite is what's on tap for us because we're, the rewriting is about, again, coming to terms with our past. Remember that Master Jesus quote with the apostles, it's not really a quote, it's a statement. They asked after he had risen, where are we going? Where are we going? And he said, you ask where we're going without knowing where you've been, where we've been. Well, you can't know where you're going if in viewing the past, you're attempting to rewrite it in a way as though it never happened. That denies a massive portion of our being, the shadow element, the shadow side. And so in reconciling this and renewing ourselves, it's never about erasing the past or erasing the darkness, erasing the shadow. It has always been about purifying, harmonizing, balancing, yin-yang. You see the black and the white perfectly balanced? It is about purifying them, harmonizing them, balancing them, so as to move forward renewed. So if you're struggling with something that you don't like within yourself, within humanity, within the past, whatever it may be, the way to, the way through, is to see it in its purity, is to see it in its wholeness, in it, in, for the gift, no matter how painful, what is the gift? What is the lesson? What is the pearl? What is the wisdom? What is the opportunity? And then to receive that, allow, receive that with grace, so as to move to gratitude, so as to purify, renew. You see how this goes. Now, I'd be lying to you if I said that it would, it, it, it's always easy. It's not. It's easy when it's easy, and it can be troubling and conflicting and excruciating when it's something of conflict, when we really see it in something that is quote-unquote bad. However, it is not to deny it. It is not to act as though it never happened. It is not to rewrite it in a way that whitewashes it. No, it's not about whitewashing. It's about cleansing, purifying, releasing, owning something.
I often say own, atone, release. We got to own it, atone for whatever it may be, and then release it. That purifies it. That neutralizes it. That harmonizes it. Whitewashing it, acting like it never happened. No, that's just more. That's just adding more weight to the, you know, more more heap to the pile, so to speak. So. I want to bring in really quickly as we move through. So that's number four. So I just want to bring in, Brigitte made a comment about, I'm feeling, I'm so feeling July and new beginnings. Just moved my son to Montreal. I'm leaving uh, tomorrow and could really use a message of support. Love 13, it's my birthday. So uh, Brigitte, let me just bring in this moment of, and, and look at the beauty of the advance, the trusting, the releasing, these are powerful, powerful, powerful moments. The hope in rewriting the stars. The hope in owning the journey, owning the past, owning what happened. So as to see the purity of its, its truth, its real gifts. Not the emotions and the, you know, lies, betrayals, angers, the emotions, that's chaos. That's what surrounds it on the surface. It's to receive, they're saying to me in the moment, to, it's to receive the bounty, you know, the booty, the bounty of what's truly there. That's inside. That's a, that's a higher, deeper, greater gift. And so in this movement, you, you're asking, I could really use a message of support. And what they're saying to me is, you've done, it's very emotional. It's like, you've done so much so beautifully. You have really pressed your limits and exceeded them, gone beyond what you thought was possible. This is the beauty this is one element of the beauty of the gifts of this expansion, of this renewal, of this rewriting the stars, meaning to see the past so as to truly receive it, accept it. Not for what it was on the surface, but for what it truly offered underneath. And then the beauty of the trust and the release in that. They, you know, they're, they're saying, you know, the 13, the divine mother, the, the, the unseen, the soul source connection saying, we've got you. You've got you. So trust that. Trust that what's yours is yours. What is someone else's is someone else's. We can never, and especially as a mother, a parent, a guardian, you know, one of the hardest things, a friend, a colleague, you know, one of the hardest things is to allow another soul their journey. Parents always want to keep their children from something. You know, we, and we often say we cannot, the one thing we can never do is do it for another. So in this, Brigitte, the beauty is that you have walked this path. All of you have, but your peace, your your peace. So as you as you leave, own the fullness. What they're saying is own the fullness of this moment, of this release, of this transition, this ascendance, because you've earned it. Supreme honor bestowed upon only upon those who have demonstrated outstanding service to humankind to self and to others. And there's just this massive applause, you know, like this applause going on and I'm just smiling. And <laughs> so brava, bravo, brava to all involved and especially Brigitte to you. So let's moving along. And again, taking your questions live throughout the broadcast and uh, throughout the show. So as you have a comment, please let me know how this is resonating with you so far. And as well, if you have a comment or a question, share it in the comments and I'll address it throughout the broadcast. Um, and so this brilliantly ties in with what 
Brigitte just asked and what we heard from the unseen. Because item number three was, when you have, in quotes, seen yourself, end quote, look again, keep looking. And so you can see what that means is, when you have seen yourself, so when we, we're looking in the mirror, or we're in our mind's eye, or we're looking back at where we've been, we're looking at an event or our history of where we've been. So when you have seen yourself, and we think, oh, okay, I saw it, I got it. Okay, I got what I needed. Okay. Well, they're saying, look again. Keep looking. And this doesn't mean dwell on something. It doesn't mean stay stuck in the past. It just means, it's, it's like, it's the lotus, it's the magnolia, it's the, it's the onion, you know, it's the, these analogies of things that are continuing, that they're going to continue to bloom, unfold, layer upon layer. Oh, you got all that? Okay, you got these first five layers, and you think you're done? Great. Look again. Keep allowing yourself to look again, and keep looking. Because the unfoldment, the unflowering, continues, 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 until you're down to the pearl, the center. You know, the, the beauty of what was truly there all along at its core, at its center. And so, to recap, when you have seen, when you have seen yourself, and again, remember, this applies to everything as a business as a small business, a corporation, a government, institutions. When you have seen yourself, well, it's the beautiful axiom, know thyself. So when you see yourself, when you, and you think you've gotten it, look again, keep looking, because there's more to come. There's more unfoldment. There's more unlayering. There's more on offer. And it's the benefit of that. It gets deeper, it gets wider, it gets higher, and you just keep, it's like you keep expanding. And yes, some of the things we look at are excruciatingly painful. Slavery. I mean, there was a politician in the U.S. that just said that they wanted to say that that was unforced relocation. And I'm like, wow, really? Really? I mean, that's what you want to call slavery? No. <laughs> that is whitewashing it. That is trying to make it look like it was something that it's not. Just come to terms with it. See ourselves, see yourself, and then look again and keep looking. Because the unfoldment, where it's going, it's not about punishment. It's not about demonizing, you know, an, a different sex of society and so forth or peoples and everything. That's not the point. The point is to heal, to transcend, to, to own, own it, atone, everybody atone for their part, everybody, everybody's in it, and then release it. That's what's on offer here. So the second thing, and you can see this theme, it's all tied together. And they said, facing slash recognizing the truth in ourselves and thus others. We are all immortal souls experiencing the divine. So there are those that believe that this is a human experience. We're just a body and it's one lifetime. And when we're done and over with, that's it. So there's that set of mindset and belief. And then there are those that say, no, we're a soul having a human, a human experience. And as the soul, we are a spark of the divine. And so here they're literally saying, facing and recognizing the truth in ourselves and thus others. Know thyself. And to know thyself means we have to see ourselves in others. We have to see their mirrors. Soul to soul, we're showing up. They are reflecting 
a, a, a truth, a, a wholeness back to us so as to transcend, to receive, to really truly receive, not to do it for us. And this is where conflict comes in. You see this, we see this all the time in conflict between people's relationships, whether it's work, love, so forth, marriage, this type of thing. Well, if they, if he or she, if they would just do, just, if they would, if they would, if they would, if they would. They are playing their part, their role, perfectly, brilliantly, divinely for you, for us. And so the opportunity here is face, facing the truth in ourselves, recognizing the truth in ourselves, and thus others. We are all immortal souls experiencing the divine. It's to remember that we are divine and that through both the joys, the opportunity, the triumphs, and the trials, the tribulations, the hardships, we are experiencing the divine. And there is a, always, there is always a greater opportunity contained in every experience. And especially, especially the tough ones. <laughs> Woo! Those will, you know, it's kind of, I, I laugh because, and the Lady Jacqueline and I talk about this, we're, we're, and we've talked about this with all of you on the show. It is through the cloak of opposites. It, it is through our most challenging moments. And, and we have, you know, uh, we have experiences of them, you know, genocide, murder, rape, incest, um, and those are a few. I mean, they're, the, they're the, the hardest of the hard to see divinity in, to see an opportunity that is other than what we see on the surface. So in those, keep facing the truth, keep recognizing the truth in ourselves and thus others so as to realize and receive that our, our immortal souls are experiencing the divine. Somewhere in there, there is greatness, goodness, divinity. There is something greater. There's something more. And oftentimes we only witness, or we only, not witness, we only see it, receive it in hindsight or down the road. At some point down the road, we're able to look back and go, oh, and it never means that you condone something or that you negate something or that you, you know, enjoyed the experience of something like that. What it means, though, is that you've moved beyond, again, the, the depth of the emotion of it so as to see what what came from it what came what happened and not what truly happened what's truly there soul to soul deeper wider higher opportunity gifts that type of thing and so then last but not least the first thing they gave me was the fact that it is so these 13s, it's also the 7s. So the 13, so hexagram 7 is heaven over fire. And when I went to write the 13, it almost looked like a 5. I mean, it really does look like a 5. Um, and 5s are all about change. And, and it literally, they, they speak about like 555, five, five, the number 555 five, five is about change. And it's, a, you know, they'll say... Um, Great change is upon you. It's neither positive nor negative. It's divine and neutral. But it means change. And so we can see this seven, this we're we're on the change point. We're we're in the change. And so this heaven over fire. And the hexagram 13 is about fellowship. And I heard the phrase a unifying force. And again, Divine Feminine, Divine Mother, 
13m, this unifying force. It is typically the mother, the women, the feminine in our lives that bring people together, that harmonize, neutralize, sit down and talk with one another. Unity, unifying force, fellowship coming together. Now, what's beautiful is in the Yijing, hexagram seven is like a partner, a unifying, they're complementary in the sense, and we've talked about seven, it's, it's shown up many times during the show. Seven is about water under earth, and it's the army. So we have fellowship and we have army. And remember, the army was about correct discipline. It's about how to be in a more correct manner. So it's not aggression. It's not this Mars energy of go forth and obliterate and conquer and take what you want and, you know, very masculine, aggressive. It's not that. It's about army, meaning how correct discipline. How to, how to contain oneself so as to see, hear, harmonize, neutralize. And you see that we're moving. So the seven is in harmony with the 13, which is fellowship, a unifying force. And with number seven, water under the earth. And it says a vital, so water, a vital resource that is available, but hidden, requiring effort to access. Well, that same analogy, that same truth, water, this life-saving nutrient force that we all, that all humans and life on, on planet Earth needs in order to survive, is typically, this vital resource, is available but hidden. It's in the ground. It's in wells. In advanced societies, we all just walk over and turn on the tap and presto magic, there's water. Rarely do we think about the effort that it takes to extract it, to connect to it, to ensure its purity. We just take it for granted. We walk over, turn on the tap, take a shower, flush the toilet, get a, you know, get a drink of water. We've forgotten the effort that's required. And then in lesser developed countries, nations, locations, they walk miles for that water. In some, they can't even access it, or they can't ensure its purity once they have. So they don't take it for granted. It's such a precious resource, such a, pre a precious commodity, a life-sustaining item, that they do everything they can to protect it, preserve it, find it, have access to it. So this analogy is talking about how, again, divine experience, this soul source connection, this vital resource that is available but hidden, veiled, requiring effort to access. So when we're talking about the soul source connection, connecting, we exercise, and we've talked about this, you know, we exercise our bodies, we exercise with our nutrition, what we eat, we exercise our minds. What's the one thing we rarely often exercise? Our souls, our spirit, our souls. It requires effort. It requires effort to connect. It requires effort to align and stay in a lane of space of divinity, beauty, purity. It requires effort. Once it's tapped into, once you find it, you've got to maintain it. You've got to nourish it. You've got to exercise it. And so there's this beautiful message here of just like water, soma, source, is a vital resource that is available but hidden for now. I'm giving you that caveat for now. Because in the return of the Great Mother, 
it's going to get louder and louder and louder, more present, more present, more present. That unifying force, and we spoke about this, I believe, last week in the show, was all about that we're not to tame this force. We're not to, you know, encapsulate or try to, you know, genie in the bottle. We're not to try to contain it, control it. We're meant to allow it to permeate our beings, to change us. There's the five, change. And so because we're going to reach for the stars and, and receive them, you don't have to. But the star card, she's, she's pouring out Soma into the waters and onto the earth. She's bringing them from the stars. There are eight, I believe, eight stars. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it is in correlation with the Pleiades. So there's seven, seven or eight stars, the seven sisters, seven uh, stars, and then there's a mega star. And so it's about connecting to source, Soma, the stars. Again, you don't have to. It's a free will choice. Um, but as they've said, I, for one, wouldn't want to be late to the party. I think there's too much, too much here on offer. Um, to not go and bear witness um, to that, to receive that. Um, Because again, we know where we've been. And the future isn't about whitewashing, trying to rewrite it so as though tell a different story to make it look bigger or, or, or better, not bigger, better, or to alter it in a way as to say it never happened. That's just to deny where you've been. So whether, again, individual, collective, whole of the whole, institution, company, government, face the truth. Recognize the truth. Receive it. When you think you've seen yourself, when you think you've seen it, look again. Keep looking. It's going to keep unfolding. It's going to keep unlayering. It's going to keep unburdening so long as you're doing that. Because if you're not doing that, all you're doing is heaping on the pile. You're you're creating more layers, more burden. You're not unlayering. You're layering. You're denying. And then you're trying to rewrite it, you know, in a manner that said it didn't exist. But you know, the, what are they, you know, the truth will always set you free. The truth needs no explanation. It just is. There's a beautiful quote. The truth becomes a part of your past. A lie, your future. Simple. Truths become a part of the past because they just are. They speak for themselves. They're done. They need no explanation. But lies, they become a part of your future. Because again, you got to remember the lie. And then you're telling more lies for the lie to cover up the truth. Well, what's the point of that? I mean, God bless if that's what you want to do, but (laughs) I would not recommend it. It is not, it is not the way. Um, The way is the truth. Allow the truth to, to set you free, to come forward. So in a nutshell, just to bring everybody uh, this this energy for this week, the the uh, intuitive insights, and um, unfortunately, the Lady Jacqueline is off this week, so the human design aspect um, is is not present today. Um, however, it's always present. She's always with us. Um, it's just one of these things of there's a beauty in the overall messages. Reach for the stars and you'll receive them. Heaven over fire. It's about change. It's fellowship. It's a a unifying force. Seven is water under the earth. This vital resource that is available but hidden. It requires effort to access. It's about army. Correct discipline. Not aggressive force, but correct discipline. It's about the harmonizing, the balancing. It's not about eradicating darkness. It's not about eradicating our shadow. It is about the return of purity, purity of the void, purity of the light. 
yin-yang, the harmony, the balance, the purity of them. It is about facing and recognizing the truth in ourselves and thus others. It's about recognizing that we are um, immortal souls experiencing the divine. When you have seen yourself, look again, keep looking, and renewal at its finest, at its highest degree. This supreme honor bestowed only upon those who have demonstrated outstanding service to humankind, to humankind, to yourself and to others. And this does not mean, oh, I've led a perfect life. I'm just so, per no. Perfection in the imperfection. Perfection in the moment. Perfection meaning this willingness to do, to exercise, to do the works, to, to live in a way that harmonizes and balances yourself and others, that allows for the truth, for the expansion, for the purity to overflow, the soma to overflow the cup, to permeate in that way so as to rewrite the stars, meaning we can, we absolutely can have this divine soul source connection, life, way of being. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Rewrite the stars because somehow over the course of time, through the fall, and the fall meaning the fall, not the fall as in winter and spring, summer, fall. <laughs> but through the fall, this veil, we, this quote-unquote separation, and yet we've never been separated. It's ever-present. It will always be that way. And so to rewrite the stars is to say, yes, absolutely, I can have this relationship. I can have this life, this ideal, this way of being. And in fact, that is the way of 2022 and beyond. That is the way of the Aquarian age, of the matriarchal, of the divine, the return of the divine feminine. That is the truth. That is the story. That is the way. That's, that's destiny. That's the future. And thereby, anything other than that is a, is a holdover, is a clinging to a clinging to power, a clinging to a way that is gone, is going. That great funny line, you know, Elvis has left the building. Yeah, well, Elvis has left the building. So you can stay in the building and cling to it and hope that it returns, he returns. Or you can walk out into the daylight and go, oh, hey, wow, I wonder what might be around. Oh, what's over here? What's happening? What's coming next? There you go. There's the choice. So thank you all so much for joining me today. Again, I'm Dear James. This is Weekly Wisdom and Insights, offering you intuitive insights from myself and with my lovely co-host, the Lady Jacqueline, offering human design wisdom and expertise. Um, she'll be back with us. Thank you all for joining us. Be well, be safe, and uh, reach for the stars. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us. You've been listening to Dear James Live. Gain intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions and so much more by tuning in next week and visiting DearJames.com.